Influencer tip. Influencer tip. <laughs> All right, guys, what it do? Happy Thursday. I am with Monica, and you guys are watching or listening to Gaslight Me Sweetie. Monica let me into her house today for the new pod setup. So <laughs> she is the all time influencer, y'all. Oh so uh, we got the lights, we got the camera, we got the mics, we got the action, we're ready to roll. Today, um, I'm going to talk to Monica. We're going to talk through some social media. We're going to talk through some influencing. We're going to talk through mental health um, and who Monica is and how I became best friends with her. <laughs> so I'm excited. Monica, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Love that. So Monica, yes. asking you the question, just starting it off. Who is Monica? If someone were to ask you that, what would you say? Um, I am a 25-year-old, hard-working mama slash wife. Love that. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Hard-working mama and wife at 25. We have Callie here, y'all. <laughs> special, special guest. <laughs> um, wow. So what age did you get married? I got married at 22. Okay. 22? And when, yes. when did you have your beautiful daughter? Um, 2018 in December. Wow. Yeah. She's three that. years old and full of energy. I love that. I love that. So <laughs> another special guest. <laughs> we chill on the couch, y'all. You know, we in the home. We in the home. Monica has a house too. It's great. Yes. So, um, with you know you being married at such a young age how do you feel that comes into the relationship culture that's happening today you know how did you how were you able to solidify such a great man and uh, and a husband well me and sean met in college um he was a wrestler i played basketball we met in the training room. He slid in my Facebook Messenger Ooh, and like the not rest even the DMs history. at that point. It was Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, when he when he sent me a message, I was in another relationship, mm. and um, mm. at that time I ignored him. And then going into my junior year, um, he walked into one of my classes, and at that time, me and my ex broke up. Ooh. So I was like. Oh, he's cute. All right. You know what? Let me respond to this message like four months later. I love that. And then, That's how it goes. And then the rest is history. Wow. So right into the Facebook messenger, not even the DMs. Yeah. the messages. Yeah. That's good. So how did he propose? Um. So he wanted to plan something like extravagant for uh, the engagement, but I was super eager to get engaged because I knew he bought the ring. Mm. So basically to like shut me up, he like came to me when we were in our bedroom in our first apartment and I was like taking my makeup off. Like I was like getting ready for bed and then he got down on me and proposed to me. So it's cute. cute. I think I liked that it was like more like intimate, Chill. just us two like yeah. at home than like something. You don't fancy need the, the flashing lights and you can always get the ins you know, the pictures, yeah. you know, the engagement pictures afterwards yeah. and stuff like that. I love that. So for you being in your marriage for what do you say, three three years now. Mm -hmm. So what advice would you give to those that are either seeking marriage? Do you have anything that either holds y'all together? 
anything because this culture right now with relationships is just it's toxic yeah i'm honestly like super happy that i'm in a relationship and married now because i don't think i'd be able to survive how dating culture is now it's kind of kind of scary and crazy yes but um i would say find someone that is your person like me and sean are like the same person which is crazy we say the same things like we always cringe at each other because we'll say the same thing at the same time and we'll look at each other like disgusted because like <laughs> it, it it doesn't make any sense like how much of the same like how same we are mm-hmm. um but i mean he like became like my best friend when we like first started talking and we first started dating and i was like I can't see myself with anybody else. I love so, that. Yeah, find someone that's like similar to you, but also the opposite in like certain things. Like he's neat, I'm very messy. So mm-hmm. like that helps us out a little bit. Like <laughs> balance out a little yeah. bit. <laughs> but and, like he doesn't know how to cook, I know how to cook, and I mm. love cooking. So like that works out too. But like we're very similar with like um, you know, our values and everything. So I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, congrats to you. you. Let's see the ring. Go ahead. Ooh, y'all, we gonna get, we'll, we'll zoom in later, you know. <laughs> That's how the reels go or something, you know. <laughs> we'll go and zoom in on that. I love that. I love that. So, Monica, how do you remember us becoming best friends? Oh, it all started with the Arizona trip. <laughs> Those girls tripped y'all crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we had a mutual friend who's my best friend and we all got together on that trip but it's like i don't know i guess like the first night i think was when you and i really hit it up like off the rip off the rip but, i love like, that i barely even hung out with the person that brought me there like i feel like <laughs> me and you was together the whole like time this. yeah the whole time that we was there i don't even remember what started it tequila the vibes arizona yeah. the music i think it was us dancing just dancing that's what it yeah. was and we just instantly clicked and the way I feel like Monica and I clicked is because, you know, our values, just like you said earlier with you and Sean, like our, you found your best friends in me as well. So like we had the same mindset mm-hmm. and that mindset is just entrepreneur, hardworking, yeah. go-getter and rolling. Yeah. Hustling. Hustling. Yeah. Yeah. And now we do Pilates together. <laughs> She's a Pilates baddie, y'all. What? What? I'm just getting into it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So the main focus today for the interview is, you know, I want to talk through your entrepreneur side because you did have a business Mm -hmm. when we met so talk through that business talk through that journey and then let's transition over to your influencer side so talk through your business so um you know 2020 covid hit um my daughter was like three months old when everything like shut down and i ultimately lost my job i got Mm -hmm. laid off um i was it's kind of like the last last person in first person out type of thing so I'm like, I didn't really care. I got to stay home with like my fresh new baby for yeah. a couple of months and um, I needed a hobby. I'm mm. like, I, my whole personality was starting to become uh, being a mom. And I'm like, I need something else to do. So I started um, doing embroidery, got okay. bought an embroidery machine. And I was like, there's so much more like I can do with this. And then um, boom, right there in August 2020 is when I started my um, embroidery business so so you grabbed an llc 
Well, right now, it says <laughs> sole proprietorship, but I need to sole switch. Sole proprietorship. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, I need switch, to switch. Let's convert I you. I need to switch over to LLC. Okay. Cool. But, um, but yeah, so my business actually took off really well. Um, social media was actually what grew my business a lot. Wow. I went from having like, you know, 20 followers, which were like families and friends mm-hmm. to buy I open. I started my business or opened officially in September 2020. Mm-hmm. By February 2021, I had over 2,000 followers. Wow. Um, so yeah, that was going really well. And then February, I made my first um, four or well, five figure month. So I made over Shit. made over fifteen thousand dollars wow. in, in that month. Um, then I quit my job, started doing that. <laughs> she said, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I don't I, need no job. Working, I'm ready to roll. Yeah, I started working again. Yeah, 15 grand a month. What are we doing? Yeah, we once need to I work for that, nobody. I didn't have the time to wow. work and still do the business. Right. Um, but then ultimately, that started to fizzle down. And then mm. I was like, you know what? I want to do this as like my side thing. So then I went back to work. It was like you were the trend. Yeah. You were the trend at that time. Yeah. And you were just making everything, sweatshirts, cups, all that in your apartment, right? Yeah. All in wow. my old apartment. Wow. Yep. So that was that. And then um, I was doing it for a while, and I realized I don't want to do this full time. Right. So then I kind of started healing back a little bit. And then mm-hmm. I was like, I want a regular job. I want a regular nine to five for right now. <laughs> it's like, I'll go work for the man again for a little bit until yeah. I figure out what I got to do. Okay? Being your own boss is so hard. Mm-hmm. Like, being the person that makes the products. Uh, manages all of your online activity, your website, and everything. You are everybody. There's no team. It was just me. It is not so easy. It was not easy. And I think that's what like really pushed me to like go back to working a regular nine to five because I just think mentally I couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a baby and you have, yeah. you know. Yeah. It was just too many things I took on at yes. one time. But, you know, I keep thinking back and forth. I'm like, you know, maybe I want to bring it back up to full time again but I actually like my nine to five you like that so I don't know that's good that's yeah. good so yeah. I know I talk about nine to five five to nine but having your own business you're 24 hours on the clock yep. and you're not getting a paycheck every Friday mm-hmm. you're getting paid once you make a sale once you you know you've marketed you've mm-hmm. social media you've handed flyers out you did pop-up shops you know what I'm saying like that's when you get paid yeah. but it doesn't even stop there because your product costs money and social media costs money and running a website costs money so it's like that balance between Yes, I want to be my own boss and I want to be my own person. Mm-hmm. But today, nine to fives give you the flexibility of working from home. Mm-hmm. So you have that luxury right now. Yep. Yeah, hybrid schedule. So like I go into the office uh, two to three days out of the week and then I get to stay home the other days. Um, I like the flexibility of it because like, you know, if I have more important stuff that I need to do, I can do that on the days that I'm going to be working from home. So I don't have to like worry too much. Right. But yeah. Yeah. So now, so Flary Customs, what it was called, right? Yeah. So Flary Customs is on hold, y'all. I got my Aries cup right, right in time before she shut down. Um, but that's on hold. But we have new influencer, Monica. Y'all are looking at her. Drop the Instagram real quick. Uh, is Monica, M-O-N-I-K-A underscore 
Phillips on IG and my TikTok is m.phillips32. Love that. I will definitely put in the show notes. We're going to talk about social media and how that I, <laughs> I'm laughing because when I got here, we were running through the topics and she was talking with her husband how they just scroll for hours. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm guilty of that. And Monica said TikTok. And I'm over here like, I don't even have TikTok. All my friends say, JJ, get on TikTok. You know, Jill, do your thing. Get on TikTok. And I, like, I have the app for my friends, but I can't get myself to sit there. So let's talk through your influencer journey and how you went from Flary Customs to your influencer. What made that come about? And of course, the finding your style. How did you come up with that? (laughs) So, um... Well, since I had my daughter, um, my body has obviously changed. Mm-hmm. So the clothes that I was used to wearing, you know, throughout high school and throughout college was just Some not crop it. tops. Yeah, no more crop tops, <laughs> you know. Those I'm low-rise like, jeans, I hear they're making a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> they, can, they can keep that. They I'm going to keep the high-rise, okay? <laughs> but, yeah, the finding my style segment that I have on, like, my social media platforms right now is really like showing everyone that like you you need to figure out what you want to wear Mm -hmm. so that way you can feel good in the clothes that you wear so like I was going through this whole fog of like still wearing the stuff from college Mm -hmm. and I'm like I don't feel comfortable in this stuff Mm -hmm. and I'm like I just need to like veer away from the crop tops and the super tight skinny jeans. Oh god, I can't even tell you the last time I wore that. She got flare pants on. Yes, I got that. cargo pants Ooh. on. This is my staple right now. We're gonna link her storefront in the notes too. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, the whole like influencer part. Like, I'm really not trying to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. It's just like I just want to share like my journey with other people who are going through what I'm going through. Like, some of my friends are moms, and like we always talk about it's the same thing. It's like. I don't even know what I like to wear anymore because of the new body. And you're a young mom too. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, okay, I see 25 year olds my age that don't have children wearing X, but now I'm going through a 25 year old mom body, mom journey. Mm-hmm. You know, how do I overcome that? Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. Like a lot of the trends that you're seeing on social media, like some of the things that are trending, I'm like, I know for a fact I'll never wear that. So <laughs> So it's like, it's hard to like figure out, you know, you do want to be stylish. You do want to be trendy. Yeah. You want to be like cute, hot milk. Yeah. You know? But I don't want to dress like, you know, I'm already in my forties or my fifties type of mom. We so don't got like... no Levi's mom, je- them big mom <laughs> jeans. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm, I, uh, I don't know if you watched Saturday Night Live, but I just remember this one skit they did and it was about mom jeans and they were like so high and like your butt looks good, but like, they just like, they just weren't, I, I just can't wear the mom jeans yet. Like yeah. I just can't, you can't do that yet. Yeah. I know it was a fad at one point right Mm -hmm. yeah so so you just every single day this girl she posts her her outfit is so cute (laughs) she's finding her style she's loving it so Mm -hmm. what are some staple tips or some staple items that you have uh for your style (laughs) um so basically like i did a lot of research i looked a lot on like pinterest and like some of my favorite um influencers that i actually follow I like their fashion sense, so I'll follow them and I'll do the research. And I noticed that's like um, basics, like, um, you know, basic tees, basic shirts. And 
like more of like solid colors like not a lot of vibrant stuff like mm. my goal is ultimately to build a capsule wardrobe mm. so basically <laughs> okay. um, so we got we got a cat we got a cali here with us y'all <laughs> so basically she's just vibing with the pod yes she's an attention seeker i love this that one. I love that. We'll tag her Instagram too. <laughs> <laughs> but basically a capsule wardrobe is like, you know, it's full of basic pieces, but you don't have like um, an enormous amount of clothing. Okay. So like you'll have like five pair of jeans, mm. like 10 pair of shirts or whatever. And like you're alternating I these things. That. So that way, you know, you're being, um, you know, efficient for, you know, our earth also, you know, um, so you're not, you know, using the fast fashion and stuff. You want to buy good quality stuff so that way it lasts a long time. You know, you want to last basically, you know, the duration of your life, kind of. Yeah. But, you know, bodies fluctuate. People become parents. You know, right. things happen and people gain weight and stuff. So, like, some aspects of a capsule wardrobe to me are just not something that's gonna happen right like but, your girl i'm over here fashion nova all day <laughs> sponsor me but you're right so where do you like where do you shop now like for those those any like highlight shops for you know those basics so um basically i work for urban yeah mm. but i work for free people and um like their number one thing right now is finding things that are good for the planet mm. um so like they're sourcing other materials from different places so they can recycle and um create pieces from things that people don't use anymore wow. so i've been finding a lot of things from the company that i work for i mean granted i give you discounts so it's nice <laughs> but a lot of places though when you think about it if it's cheaper if it's if it's for a cheap um price that means that they it's coming from some place that really doesn't care right and it's not going to last um a long time but you're going to pay some good you're going to pay like a decent amount of money for certain things it's going to last um, but i i forget the website but i i can send it to you to link in the show notes mm -hmm. but there are websites that show um companies that are being um sustainable so wow. i've looking on that like all the time and it updates every month um or whatever with new companies or if some company was sustainable you know last year and maybe <laughs> not so much this this come around but mm -hmm. um yeah finding a lot of businesses that are sustainable wow. is like on my bucket list i mean yeah i'm still shopping on like h&m but I can say, you know, H and M is actually turning around like on the a, up on the up. I think they're over seventy five percent now with a lot of their things being made from um uh, recycled material. Like these wow. pants I think are eighty five percent made out of um recycled material. I got these from H and M. Wow, cute. But yeah, so like um I've been doing heavily shopping with H and M and free people and also Urban Outfitters. Urban Outfitters has this nice program with recycle <laughs> you get comfortable i love that with um with recycled wear so like they'll again create new things out of older things i love that so, yeah wow Those are some of the places that's yeah. cool so do you like donate your clothes that you're over with like you've yes. thrown away a lot of clothes <laughs> so i <laughs> i got trash bags on trash bags i'm a hoarder i love that so like my closet right now, mm -hmm. if you go in it, you'd be like, Monica, you have so many, you have a lot of clothes. Yeah. But 
95 percent of that stuff don't fit me Got it. so i have a hard time with letting yeah, spring cleaning go. yeah so, and and do you ever um think about you know um oh i'm gonna lose like 30 pounds i could fit in that shirt again or i could fit in that again yes. i'm gonna need that come christmas time or i have something a like bag that. i have a garbage bag full of jeans mm. upstairs that I, I probably wore them one time some of them still have the tags on it Wow. And I'm like, it's okay. I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to be able to fit into this. Yeah. I have yet to lose that weight. And I've had <laughs> that bag full of jeans for like three need... years now. Just give them up. Yes. Let them recycle them, Monica. Yes. Give, them to, give them to someone well, else who wants it. <laughs> there's, this, um, there's this app called Curtsy and it's um, basically like a thrift shop online. Um, they have an app and everything. And it's like, you know, everyday people can list their things on there. So it's kind of like Poshmark. But okay. to me, I feel like Curtsy is a little bit better because it's more uh, younger generation that's mm -hmm. on it. A lot of stuff you see on Poshmark. Yeah. Like, uh, why are you selling that? Like, <laughs> you should just I don't need that. your 1970 yeah. vintage. I don't know. Vintage looks cute sometimes. Yeah. So you don't know. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I feel like Curtsy is definitely for Old like our balances. type of... <laughs> generation mm -hmm. um but i i listed some things on there and i've mm -hmm. sold it like i think i've made over 300 dollars oh, on that last year right, just we selling gonna, we gonna tag curtsy too yeah some things that i'm that. willing to let go but yeah. yeah so like going on that too like i found some items on there too i'm like if other people are selling it that's a good sustainable way to right. find new clothes too like that person doesn't want it anymore, but it's new to you. So. Right, exactly. Why not? I love that. And I always think about it. How can I resell my stuff? Because, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, you paid money for it, but I don't wear it anymore. Download Curtsy. It's a good <laughs> app. They only do women's clothing, though. So okay. that's the only downside. So sorry, sorry to all the guys Yeah, out there. I know I have a, a strong 15% guy uh, <laughs> uh, analytic here. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for listening, you know um so you're in, you're in i say influencer loosely because i know you i don't know if you want to love to be called an influencer mm -hmm. but so your day-to-day -day, you know you make that TikTok, you post how has that consumed if it has consumed your mental health you know what has that done for you so in the beginning like i've only been doing it for a few months mm -hmm. but in the beginning it's like I'm following all these other influencers and I'm like, okay, this I'm writing down, this is what this influencer is doing. And she's getting this many views and this many likes she's using this sound. And I'm like writing down all this stuff. And, and it's like, I'm constantly trying to become that person mm -hmm. that I'm already following. And I'm like, to me, that's not authentic. No. So it took me a while to realize I don't need to do everything that the other person is doing just because they're successful. Right. So, um, and you don't know their backgrounds, how they, where they come from. Mm -hmm. Do their parents have money where they put into some show as a little kid and somehow that blew yeah. them up. Yeah. You know, you don't know like where they came from. They're just, now they're just a star. Yeah. And you know, I definitely see myself struggling with that too. It's like, okay, you know, my podcast has X amount of views and, you know, we're rolling on episodes and I'm getting people on the pod and it's just, I, I see other people that, you know, they have 3 million TikTok followers. How, why, what are they doing? Mm -hmm. Right. And I actually, um, I told someone the other day, I said, you know, I'm ready to shut it down. I'm just ready to shut it down. 
And, you know, they said, Jill, you know, this is what you want to do, though. You know, you walk in your purpose every single day. This is why you're doing it. And, you know, it's not all dandelions and roses because it's a struggle. It is. And you, you know, you sit in your bed and you scroll for hours Mm -hmm. hoping that, you know, oh, well, my stuff will blow up. Well, the more I scroll, the less I'm doing for my business and the more maybe that other person is doing that I'm not doing. So it's all about consistency. Yeah, that's literally the main thing. And I noticed it was like one week I was posting multiple times during Mm -hmm. the day. And just in that, like those three days that I posted like two or three times, I gained like 50 followers. And like one of my one of the TikToks that I posted, like got over 300 likes Mm. on it. And I'm like, that was the most engagement that I got in a long time. Yeah. So like it says like your Instagram, like I always look at like the analytics, like th- this week it's up 530%, you know, mm-hmm. like I've reached so many more people this week than I have the past week. And, mm-hmm. you know, just, yeah, consistency. Yeah. The wow. whole like social media algorithm though, I swear like no one's really going to crack it. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> They're like, no, these are the times that you should be posting. I'm like, okay, I'm posting at these times, but like no one is seeing my stuff. Then I just started just posting whenever I wanted to post. Right. And then that's when I was getting the most, mm. um, you know, traffic to any of my social media platforms, right. which is so crazy. <laughs> so, so your followers, your like count, how does that, you know, does that creep in and say, you know, I'm only getting 10 likes or I'm only getting 15 likes on a post. Does that start to creep in? And, you know, how do you overcome that to just keep doing it? So there was this one influencer that I started following when she had less than 1,500 followers. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I really like her style and I want to follow her. And recently I clicked on her page because I wanted to get the link to something (laughs) that she was wearing. And she has almost 70,000 followers now. And I just started following her, I think, in the fall. Um, She did like a a promotion with free people. And I was Mm. like, oh, like her style is something that like I'm thinking about going into. And I started following her then. And now she has over 70,000. Yeah. I'm like, she's consistent. And I'm like, you know, everyone starts at this point. Mm. And, you know, who knows how long it's going to take you to get to that point where you're going to have, you know, thousands and thousands of followers, millions of followers, you know, hopefully one day. Yeah. But, um, I just learned that you just got to be patient because this didn't happen to her like in a couple weeks Mm. this happened to her over like a few months like it took her a while to get and then the opportunity with free people came and that just that blew her up yeah you just like you don't know when your blessing's gonna happen you just have to just continue to do Mm. you know every single day Mm -hmm. and just it'll unfold yeah right yeah like right now i think i just hit 130 followers this that um my influencer instagram (laughs) Mm -hmm. i started that with zero followers Mm. and now i think i've been doing this for about almost two months now like i'm at 130 followers but i was also not posted consistently and and everything right but i am now uh working with topicals as a black owned brand Mm. and like they have they work with celebrities and everything. And I'm like, look at little me. I don't even have 200 followers. Right. And, like, and you're I got a part accepted. of that. And you got accepted for that partnership. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Yeah, so Congrats. Products. Products. Yeah. We love that. So like, you know, and I, 
I think like I emphasize on like working with black brands also too because like I think it's especially hard for black creators too to like become more successful right. on these platforms also so working with like a black brand and seeing other black influencers and creators yeah. like working with these brands to like really keep me going so, i love yeah. that for you. Thank you yes congrats so with um with social media and mental health um your you talk about you know we talked about losing sleep earlier but how do you overcome that of not being on social media all the time or your camera roll being full or you know just those little anxiety points what tips do you have to make sure that you are you know still living your life to the fullest but also still trying to grow yourself and grow your platform so i my daughter has an ipad she's not an ipad kid so relax (laughs) but i don't want her to be so consumed with her ipad Mm -hmm. so i figured out how to set screen time Mm. on her ipad and then researching that i realized i can set myself a screen time limit Mm. so for my social media apps social networking apps i can set a limit so like for me i limit only four hours out of my whole 24 hours to Mm. be on social media so it's like you know um my phone will track how long i was on tiktok and snapchat and instagram and then once I hit my four hours, I have no access for to the day. Anymore. Yep, for the whole wow. day. So once your four hours is used up, you have no more. You can't hop on. <laughs> you can't hop on anymore. You can't go on anymore. No, it literally locks you out of the app. Yep, it locks you out of the app. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So that's what you do. Yep. That so, keeps your mind clear. Yeah, I do, it for, I do it for my phone, my whole phone in general. So like for my social media apps, I do four hours out of the day, but for like if I'm texting, calling and stuff like that, like I'll limit that to I think I gave myself like six or seven hours with that. Yeah. Just so like I have a window for when I still have to communicate with people. Yeah. But once those once that limit hits, my phone is shut, shut off. Shut off. But you can the nice thing is like, you know, just like uh, you know, when your phone's on do not disturb, you can right. set certain people to still mm. be able to contact you yeah. or whatever. Oh, so like good. You know, emergencies or whatever but once wow. that limit hits i have no more access to my phone do you have your phone on like a sleep mode too yes okay yes i just want to double check <laughs> okay we're still rolling we're still rolling we're still rolling my camera roll was full i just want to make sure like it's still going we're still rolling i love that okay cool so yeah, I definitely, you know, my phone's off at 10 p.m. and uh, I wake back, wake back up in the morning, so mm-hmm. that definitely helps mental health. So, um, let's talk through like social media as a whole and being oversaturated with how you're supposed to look and you know how that makes you feel and just give tips to women out there that you know are feeling a certain way about their body and how they can keep being motivated to just start something yeah so of course you know social media instagram everyone wants to be an instagram baddie instagram gotta be slim thick no tommy big booty right what dump truck so like that really messed with my head for a while because i mean when i was in college i was an athlete i played basketball and i never weighed more than 170 pounds Mm. i had a six pack i was Mm. super slim and then like once you know i had a kid and i was home a lot wasn't really being active or whatever i gained so much weight but like 
a lot of the people that I followed on social media, some people I don't follow anymore because I'm like, it's just unrealistic to me. Right. Because then, you know, people have surgeries and stuff like that. Like, if you see someone and you think that they're perfect, yeah. please know that they had some something. type of work done. They right. had something done because no body is perfect. No. Um, you know, if you have a big butt and a flat stomach, I know that shit is fake. And your thighs little. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If the thighs don't thighs match. Ain't match the yes. If the thighs yep. don't match, the booty is not real. Yes. But it took me a long time to, like, really overcome, like, not comparing myself to these people on seeing on social media. Yeah. And especially, like, in this day and age, everyone, you know... Uh, use edits and stuff like that like the face tune and yes. shit like that to um make, to make themselves look like something that they're not to right. appease audiences and everything but i mean i feel like my tip is it's like if a certain person is making you feel a certain way unfollow them mm. like um i don't even remember who some of the people i, I was following but i'm like i know that you've gotten work done and like you're pushing like you know I, what was selling it? selling was stuff. the skinny tees and oh. all that stuff then the the waist trainers yes. and shit like that and selling the programs like mm-hmm. i lost 30 pounds in 30 days it's yeah. not possible yeah. y'all monica and i eat protein for breakfast lunch dinner and snacks yes. and snacks and protein and snacks yeah and you know we're on a journey mm-hmm. and it's a lot and yeah. you know to put things out there that are not real. It's like, can we just get back to 2008 when, you know, you could pull up to, you know, someone's house, take pictures and just, you know, put them on Facebook, you know, like who cares? Mm -hmm. And the fact that, you know, you talked about it earlier and we could talk about how much money that people are making through, you know, social media is crazy and they're not even real. Yes. Yeah. There's, you know, you see a lot of like, you know, the, youtuber scandals and everything of um you know people are like living this lavish lifestyle when yeah. in reality their life is really not like that at all and yeah. people get caught yeah because you know every you can find out everything on social media yeah. i can look up to see if your house is actually owned by you or <laughs> yes. not yeah and you know i forgot that one youtube family that literally <clears throat> got called out like mm. their home got foreclosed on because they oh, couldn't shoot. afford to pay it Wow. But they were making content in this, in house, this house, pretending that they were living there. And they wow. Really I'll never forget. And I think I talked about this before, but uh, when I was in D.C., I was friends with the promoters. They were my guys. You know, everything was cool. And I'll never forget, you know, he had tags on the back of his shirt. And I said, let me take the tag off your shirt for you. And he said, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to return this mm-hmm. after, you know, we leave the club. And I said, well, that's strange um all up front and then you know he took me in his car and i was like oh is this your car he said no it's a rental like jill chill out right we got to his house it was an airbnb so it's like what are we doing this for like what is the initial like outcome like what is the point of all of it and it's just yeah just be your true authentic self Mm -hmm. you know and that's why i had to get out of dc because that wasn't me that wasn't my values that wasn't my morals i'm not out here trying to drop five grand every weekend on a section for what yeah like what are we doing that for and it's typically those people who have to rent and 
and uh, pretend that they own all of this stuff, they'll never have that stuff in the future right. because they're so focused on pretending. Right now. You're already wasting all that money trying to pretend. Right. You might as well just continue being yourself and then that will be your reward in right. the end. But, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, just but, that authentic self. Yeah, my tip is like if something is making you second guess your <laughs> true self, get that from in front of you don't follow them anymore if you need to block them certain keywords like i know on some social media platforms there's keywords that you can block and they won't pull up anything so like if you don't want to see anything that has to do with someone being on a diet if the word diet is in any captioning or anything wow none of that um will show up on your social media hire monica (laughs) y'all for your social media needs (laughs) tips tricks that's amazing i didn't know that either Mm -hmm. you just taught me like 27 things on this episode (laughs) wow yeah i didn't know that Cool. Yeah. Cool. Like the like the Kardashians, like that's the keyword that I use. And I She's just like, I don't wanna I don't wanna watch any of them. She no. said block Kardashians. Yeah. Yeah. And next is gonna be like I don't want to keep up with you This Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez nonsense. I don't have that's time for that either. Keyword. <laughs> and that's like that's one reason why you know I have my personal Instagram and you know I follow some of the celebrities and I follow obviously all my friends and all that stuff, but then I have the gaslight me sweetie um Instagram where I I follow entrepreneur quotes and Oprah and Warren Buffett and Steve Harvey. And mm-hmm. it's just like motivational quotes. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's the Instagram that I'm like, okay, I need to focus on this because if I get over to, um, you know, Jill's personal Instagram, we're going to see tarot cards and we're going to see readings and we're going to see, um, you know, things that just drain the shade room and Hoodville, the things that drain me mentally. And I saw someone post today and they said, you know, would you rather have social media or be in a healthy relationship? And whether it's a healthy relationship with me or somebody, it's just, I would choose that any day. Mm-hmm. I would choose hide and seek and being outside and, you know, all that stuff versus a freaking social media platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know we're all trying to grow and we all have to start somewhere. And, you know, I'm definitely proud of you and proud of your journey for sure. Cause you're rolling. Like, so, uh, you know, what are the next steps? For Monica, you know, where do you want this to go and where do you envision yourself, let's just say, in a year and even five years? So, like, the whole goal of my social media platforms is basically to inspire other people. Like, there, I mean, mind you, not everything on social media is fake. Mm -hmm. Like, there's some true, genuine people that I follow Mm -hmm. that actually inspire me and they influence me to be a better version of myself and you know certain aspects not like you know the fake type of stuff but um so like that's my goal like I whoever is in my shoes like when I was like in my lowest low about you know body image and you know I lost a lot of friends also too like after I had my daughter like a lot of I you know becoming a young mom and becoming a wife so mm. young like a lot of the things that I have like I didn't have a common anymore with my friends that I went to college. Friendship with. breakups are as common part two, y'all. <laughs> mm. But I mean, the ultimate goal of my social media is to influence people, to inspire people, and to help people uh, when they're at their lowest low. Like if you see me going from this point to another point and being happy and you know enjoying life again, like it's 
I want you to be like, okay, if she did that, I can do that too. Well, yeah. something that's realistic, like not not a fake shit. Yeah, you show them the behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I feel like a lot of people too on like social media, they want to add all the good parts of their day and not the bad. But like for me, like going forward, like I want to start quote unquote vlogging, but mm. um, like I want to show like the bad parts of my day too, and show them that like not everything is you know candy canes and gumdrops and yeah. butterflies so like yeah i, I want to make sure that like you see everything and you still do that like get influenced and inspired by the things that i do do you see yourself having you know like a community or maybe a non-profit or something in the future to you know influence you know young women or you know any any type any type movement like that um i think i think like a lot of um the things that i was looking for were for older women mm. so like i was looking for a community for moms that are like my age and stuff but like a lot of moms also that i see that are my age weren't also at the same point um mm. in their lives like i was like i had a big girl job and i was married mm. and a lot of the women that were my age you know they weren't married or like they didn't graduate college yet and stuff like that. So I think like creating yeah a community for younger moms that are like in the same type of um, environment and you know point in life um, as me would be huge because I know I'm not the only person that's looking for this. I just no. haven't found the other people that are right. that are and like they'll come me. on your page and and you'll be yeah. able to to motivate them. Yeah, like yeah, I'm 25 and I see other 25 year olds are still going out partying and stuff like that. I'm like, you know, yeah, I can go out to the club. Hell yeah. you know, once every and other month, quarter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like you know, I'm not I'm not about you know going out to the clubs anymore and goals. going out drinking every weekend and stuff. Like I can't do that no more. Yeah, so, we got goals. We're tired. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like I'm. I feel like once Focus. you hit 25, like you should really be focused on like what you want your future to be. Right. Um. But you know, I see some people that are so older than me that are doing the same things because same. they don't have those. T- they don't have the same responsibilities as right. me to like make them take a step back so um yeah i'm trying to build i I, you know i want to build that community so you can be like you know you see you know your other friends doing the same doing this stuff don't feel like you should still be doing that too like what you're doing right now is fine i love that well good luck to you you know this is not the last time you're going to be on here and i'm just excited to document the first part of your journey but we got years, we got a lifetime together. So mm-hmm. again, thank you so much for always being in my corner. Yes. Thank you for being on here today. Thank and you for having me. Yes. And we will we will continue this. Yes. Thank I'm you. I'm so excited for part two. Yes, part two coming <laughs> soon, y'all. <laughs> thank you.